0: Many of you might be familiar with the uh, phrase very often announced in Shul at the end of Shemchastede or the end of Shabbos literally means Yaakov went on his way, and a reference to that the Chaydish Tishrei is ending. We got to all go on to our own way to, uh, into the rest of the year. So this V'yakev actually comes from this Parsha, from parshas Zvayetzeh. So today we're going to discuss the, uh, the deeper understanding of what it means in the Parsha, V'yakev Holach And that way we'll understand the deeper understanding of how it connects to the transition between Chaydesh Tishrei and the rest of the year. It is known the saying, the teaching of the Rabeim. That immediately after Chaydesh and Shabbos Tishrei begins the process of, Yaakov went on his way, Haid Getsu zain Derech, the say that from the a gid goes onto his path, onto his process of serving Hashem for the duration of the rest of the year. Kama the beard them, and the hardest Rebbe references many siches, siches from the Fniy de Kerebbe, and the Rebbe siches where this uh, this idea, is discussed. The meshachid of is an Eden for numen beiki mitnionekedusha. Throughout the month of Tishrei, Yidin are primarily involved with holy matters. Yom Emtevim, the various different Yomim Tevim that we have on, during Chedash Tishrei, the Mitzvah, shafer, sukkah, Lulav, Undi zu say, and then between the Yomim Tevim, we're preparing, we're building the sukkah, we're uh, buying a Lulav and an Eserik. Nach, Nach, Tishrei, and 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 after Chidush Tishri, we go into the weekdays, into the into mundane matters. Most days are days of the week, are mundane days in which most Yidin are preoccupied with making a living. And this transition of the avoid of the things that we do throughout the month of Tishrei and the avoida that we do throughout the rest of the year is mirumos in the Allah darke it is hinted it is symbolized in the words of went on his way was the godjosef outwardly darke to which the emphasis of the word on his way and haltin in von has a has two paradoxical uh, understandings. On the one hand, it symbolizes the fact that this path that the Yid takes going into the mundane part of the rest of the year is unlike the path that we were traveling on throughout Tishrei, which was a path of holiness, nor darkoi, Zine dimensions weg. Now we're going on to his own way. Most of the lion's share of the day Ayyid is involved in making a living, essen, and eating, sleeping and drinking, and other such um, mundane uh, endeavors, in which you don't see in an open way any holiness about this. In them is the and talking untershaid between a yid and And seemingly there's no difference between a yid and a non yid. Ledarkoy is going on his own way. He's going on a way that's not the way of of of, of uh, revealed holiness. Liedach conversely, in demselben ward word wird untergestrachen, as their weg in Velchadrid gate Meshach the Gansen Yar. The same word, also emphasizes that this path that the Yid is taking throughout the year is Darkoy, Zayn, Veg, Yakiv, Avinus, Basundi, Derech. That it's still a Yakiv, Alach, It's You're going on Yakiv's unique path. Which he paved for all the yidden to come. That even the mundane path, that a Yid takes, sein gang, und ufirung, the way he goes, the way he conducts himself, in his deeds, in his in his food and drink, as he engages in commerce. It's 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 Yankiv's way, it it's different than the way it would be by someone who's not a Yid. Havdil. says in a Yiddish neufin that even his mundane endeavors are also done in a Yiddish way. And I know from the Shem that it's done for the sake of heaven. and in all of your ways, you will know Hashem. That even in the mundane things that a person does, you can see and you could know Hashem. So the on the one hand it means that we're going away from the derech of kedusha, we're going into a mundane world. But at the same time, the dark even in that mundane world. It is still, we're following the path of Yaakov Avinu. It's still, there's still a sense of holiness to it. And therefore we, we, now we understand the connection between this, this, this uh, proclamation to this time of Chedash Chishrei, and we actually do as the customers in various places to actually announce it in the shul, to be able to fuse together these two explanations. That on the one hand, the should be taking his own road. But at the same time, it should be understood, it should be felt that this is the unique path, that specialer weg for that is that it's a Jewish path. So the strength for this, the the inspiration for this, comes from the kedusha and the mitzvahs, from the holiness and the terev mitzvahs. on the Tishrei, which a yid draws uh, uh, and gathers throughout the month of Tishrei, Chodesh which is a month that affects the entire year. So. You might have heard this this uh, this, this uh, announcement at the end of Tishrei It's not just a, uh, a a cute saying that that Tishrei is now over. It's actually saying that now it's time to go onto uh, uh, back into our regular lives. Even in our regular lives, it's it's not the same as the rest of the world. It is done in a Jewish way, and the koyach for this comes from the holiness and everything that we gathered and experienced. Throughout the month of Tishrei, the words of the rabbim are extremely precise, are totally precise. As we must say. Now, so the fact that this transition, as we, as we leave the month of Tishrei and as we go into the rest of the year, is described, is, uh, is depicted in the words, it does not place their farvos in the verter is merum the avoida. It's not because these words uh, describe this avoid. It, it, rather, it's because this. This way of serving Hashem, that even as we go the darker in our own way, it's still the darker, it's still following the way of Yaakov, inu, is. It also has to connect with the context of where in the Torah these words are said. In our parsha, what, what is happening in the parsha when these words are being said? So, in other words, since, since to describe this uh, transition and this koyach, we're using the words of Yaakov al it must mean that it's not just connected to the words, but it's actually connected to the context in which those words were said. And if that's the case, we have a question. Isn't it move on? These words are being said at the time that Yaakov is leaving Chutz La'aretz. He's leaving the diaspora. He's leaving Charon, which as we've learned many times, the word Charon comes from the word Charoin Af. We had a whole sicha on this at the end of Parshos of, Noyach. End of that that the, the wrath of Hashem Harun represents a place of Hashem's wrath. And he's going from there. Cain, Eretz Israel, to Eretz Yisrael. He's going from the unholy to the holy. Eretz HaKadosh, to the holy land as the alicha is mature in pasuk. So in that case, this would mean that the description of Yaakov going ledarkoi, as is described in pasuk, which means he's going from the unholy to the holy, is the is the opposite order, and the, therefore the opposite theme of what this yid is doing at the end of Tishrei. Where he's going, he's going from the holy, from what, what he was, the, the mitzvahs and the holiness of Tishrei, to the unholy, to the rest of the year. So it's a very simple question. Everything has to match. If the Rabbim choose chose this phrase, this pasuk, it has to match. So uh, the pasuk is talking about Yaakov going from the unholy to the holy, and the end of Tishrei we're going from the holy to the unholy. So these are two opposite uh, uh, messages. How does Yaakov alach ledarkoi represent both? So in Sif Gimel, the Rebbe is going to explain. Uh, begin this explanation, and the Rebbe is going to focus on the fact that the Pasik Yaakov HaLach Ledarkoy is said not when Yaakov is leaving Lavon, but actually after Yaakov left Lavon, when Lavon chases and catches up to Yaakov, and then they uh, they part ways Vyakov HaLach Ledarkoy, and this is going to teach us something uh, very, very uh, powerful. They're beer in them. They're Pasik HaLach <laughs> Ledarkoy, Kunt Pisiyum Sipra this Pesach of Yaakov al-Chadakir comes at the end of the story. The Yaakov is not loving for Lavan after Yaakov ran away, escaped from Lavan's house. The Lavan then pursued him. And then the arguments and the dialogue, the back and forth between Yaakov and Lavan. Peace as a Yashkim Lavan babayker. And until the end of the story is that Lavan wakes up in the morning. He kissed his sons and his daughters. And he blessed them. And he went. Lavan returns to his place. And Yakiv went on his way. And it's, not a, it's not the conclusion of Yakiv's work. In Love house, nor It happens after he already left Lovon's house, Lovan's home in the city of Charon. And Love chases after him and meets him along the somewhere along the way near uh or the place that they named Gal Aid. And here in a nutshell is the answer. This is the connection between the al and Unzir Parsha so that al b'sim tishrei. In this detail will lie the answer to the question, although it's going to take us a few more to to explain the answer. But here it is in short. According to Chassidus, according to on a deeper dimension, what was the idea of love and running after Yaakov? Is the Nesin as Koyach to Yaakovin as Ersol Canaan by Kumen This was giving Yaakov the power to be able to overcome Esav. We detailed and divided the parasha, beginning the Harpat Koyis, from Yaakovin and bagegin and zikmet As the next Parsha parasha of Yishlach is going to tell us about the challenges that Yaakov experiences when he encounters Esav. But thus is, their are from for in which the reason that these challenges were there was because Yaakov was trying to refine and elevate the idea of Asaf And the strength for this comes from the fact that Lavan ran after Yaakov and caught up to him. And therefore he had the koyach to be mevar Esau. Similar to the fact that Chodesh Tishrei gives the person the power and the strength to be able to elevate the, the, the world throughout the rest of the year. So in other words, somewhere in this story, and the Rebbe has not yet explained how, but somewhere in the story of Lavan, the fact that Lavan ran after Yaakov, Lavan was bestowing Yaakov with special strengths to be able to overcome Esav. Similarly, Tishrei bestows the Yid with special strength to be able to elevate the, 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 uh, the, mater- the material material. Uh, a mundane world that he's going to engage in for the rest of the year. And to, and, 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 Sif and on, the Rebbe is going to explain what is Pshat, what does it mean that love and running after Yaakov was the Nesina's Koyach, was the strength that Yaakov needed in order to elevate and refine the Klippa of Esav. will understand all of this by first introducing a teaching of the Magid of Mezritcha. As their time be pinim so in yonim was love on adnachiyach Yaakovin. The reason, on a deeper level, why did love run after Yaakov, is the if Yaakov avinu he should acher of ois li satera. left behind letters of the Torah, shadayin loyhoitzi oisam milavon that he had not yet extracted from love and therefore, love on chases after Yaakov, to give him back, to return to him, the letters that remained behind. And these letters formed uh, a, an additional parasha, that was additional section that was added to the Torah. So ya- 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 Yaakov leaves, leaves some letters behind, Lavan sees the letters, he goes running after Yaakov, and he says, here Yaakov, and with these letters, the the, the a new parsha was formed. So we have to understand, what does it mean, he left letters behind, what does that mean? And why would he leave them behind? What does it mean that he left letters of Teda? It refers to the sparks of holiness, that were to be found, by Lavan, in Lavan's domain, now, the question is the whole purpose of Yaakov spending 20 years in the house of Lovon is given to was in order for the purpose of elevating and refining these holy sparks, bringing them back into the domain of holiness. So, why did he leave some behind? Why were these sparks left behind and not elevated? And how does their elevation occur through love on running after Yaakov? So that's the question. The magnum is they said that Yaakov left these letters behind. Letters obviously refers to sparks of holiness that so Yaakov's job was to elevate. So why did he leave some behind? And how does love on chasing Yaakov elevate these sparks that were supposed to be done through Yaakov? Is from them guf amukach, therefore we must conclude for the fact that Yaakov was mevarech some birudim. Some sparks he was able to elevate, and some he wasn't. This obviously leads us to conclude, as in the was anigiven in Lovans that the sparks of holiness that were in the domain of Lovon, there were two categories of sparks. Alif, was Sparks that Yaakov was able, through his own efforts, to elevate and to refine. A second category of sparks were those that Yaakov's efforts on his own were not able to elevate them or to refine them nor through love and only through love on running after Yaakov was Yaakov ultimately able to refine and elevate those sparks. What does this mean? So the Rebbe is going to give an example from the fact that there's two types of mitzvahs. And then he's going to compare that to the two types of sparks. Similarly, we find that there's two types of mitzvahs. Aleph, Stam Most mitzvahs, for example, suker or lulav. their fulfillment, if you're able to fulfill the mitzvah of suker or lulav, or many other such mitzvahs, it is dependent upon the person's will and knowledge. Meaning to say, the mitzvah The mitzvah can only be fulfilled only after the person wants to do the mitzvah, in mitzvah and has in mind to do this mitzvah. Person uh, says, "I want to do the mitzvah of lulav." Then he takes a lulav and asidik. Then he takes the lulav and the asidik of dalad minim. And he makes the bracha, and he shakes it in all the directions, and he has in mind that I hereby fulfilling the mitzvah of Dalad minim, and he does the mitzvah. Based, but there's another there's another type of mitzvah, mitzvahs that are not dependent on the person's will or knowledge. On the contrary, these mitzvahs can only be done without the person's knowledge. For example, with the mitzvah of the one example for this would be the mitzvah of shikha. If a person forgot a bundle of wheat in his field, he has to leave it there to give it so the poor should be able to benefit from it. So there's no way to do this mitzvah willingly. You can't forget something willingly if you didn't. If it's willingly, then you didn't forget it. So the only way to do this mitzvah is by not realizing. So it's midaitai Similarly, these are not mitzvahs, but there's a similar idea, what the Gemara says in Edoven, that if somebody runs away from COVID, from, from honor, then honor will pursue him. Or if somebody runs away from Gedula, from greatness, greatness will pursue him. So it's like a, uh, it's like an incongruity. The person that wants to be honored will never be honored. And only the person that doesn't want the honor will actually get the honor. So the only way to really get it is shalomidaito. The only way to really gain honor or greatness is if it's something that truly doesn't interest you. So you have these two types of mitzvahs. One, you have to, you have to want it and you have to have in mind to do it. Another type of mitzvah is when it's something that's not on your radar not something that you're thinking about it's not something that you want to do uh, you, may, you, you may not mind to do it but it's not like there's a rotson over here to do this kind of mitzvah right now and only then can you do this mitzvah what is the deeper significance of these two categories why is it that some mitzvahs most mitzvahs have to be with rotson and das with will and with knowledge and some uh, do, do not uh, uh, necessitate the person's knowledge when tam the tampnimi nimi from the since we're 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 uh, uh, covering this from the perspective of chassidus, from the deeper dimension, so we'll have to understand this as well from the deeper dimension. What is the reason that there's these two types of mitzvahs? So the Reb explains mm-hmm. the mitzvahs that most most that are connected with the person's will and intent, are rooted in, above in the level of keser. Anpin the for Elion. In Keser itself, there's two levels. The lower level is Arich. The higher level is Attic. Arich, which is called Arich Anpin, or Arich for short, is also called Ratzn. In other words, the Seichel and Midas are in the Ss When you go higher than Seichel, it's Ratzn. So higher than the 10th Sviris is Keser. And a Keser. The outer level of Keser, the lower level of Keser, which is called Arich, is also known as the level of Ratzn. So the source of most mitzvahs is in that level of Ratzin. Therefore below the fulfillment of this mitzvah necessitates the rotzen the will and the intent of the individual. And then when he does the mitzvah, he draws down the energy from Ratzin, from the Abishters Ratzin above. Whereas the mitzvah is that their fulfillment has to be done without the person's knowledge. For example, the mitzvah of, shikha, of the forgotten bundle, is in Above Keser is the level called Maitzil. Maitzil, which means creator, or the, the level that, that, the emanator, if that's even a word. But that's higher than it's all it's, remo- it's As much as Kesser is higher than ishtashalus, the maitzil is even higher. So some mitzvahs, that their source, their root, is in the level of maitzil, which is much higher than the level of Rotzen so, since it originates from higher than Ratzin, therefore, their fires are in the from Sein Gebunden mit Das therefore, as it comes down into this world, it also can't be limited to the Ratzin of the person. The mitzvahs that come from Ratzin the Elian have to be fulfilled through the Ratzin of the person. And then they draw down energy from Ratzin the Elian. The mitzvahs that, are, that originate higher than Ratzin. Also, have to when they when they when their fulfillment cannot be bound to the dots adam. So that's that's why there are certain mitzvahs that are that, that you don't need the das or dots the adam, the, the the will and the intent of the person because the source of this mitzvah is from a much higher source. Let's now apply this concept to the nitzuytes to the nitzuytes, the sparks of Yaakov Avinu in Laban's house. Then, if I understand the case when it gets to the tzitzu and the tzitzis was then given by Lavan, the tzitzis that Yaakov made by himself. Thank you for the zik by Lavan. The sparks that Yaakov refined while he spent 20 years in Lavan's house was then from them. Sug was I that it can't to was not can't and gedarf mevorir verin. It was able to and therefore needed to be refined. Durch them was Yaakov at zich in zaymis asseg dem, but it's not even by Yaakov pre, uh, involving himself with his will and his intent to elevate them. It came from Yaakov or from within him. And therefore, most of the Nitzhutsis were elevated, were refined through Yaakov's efforts. But there were certain sparks that Yaakov could not elevate on his own, through his own will and intent. And therefore when he left, these sparks remained in the domain of Lavan. And the way they can be elevated or refined is through a higher power, which we're going to call which means the that, that Yaakov did was the awakening or the, uh, the, the, the awakening that, that comes from below, from Yaakov Avinu you know, down here in this world in the home of Lavan. And many in the were in on the level of Isarusu through Yaakov's effort, through Yaakov's investment. But then there were certain Nitzaitzis that Yaakov could not do on his own, obviously because they were on a higher level, similar to those mitzvahs that are also from a higher level and do not necessitate or cannot be bound, rather, to Das and Ratzin. Yaakov could not be mevarer, could not refine these Nitzaitzis on his own, and therefore he needed, Yisluzodelaela, a Koyach elyon, and higher power to give him the strength to be able to elevate those Nitzaitzis. How does lovan fall into this picture? So in sifeh, the Rebbe is going to explain that and below and in this world represents a very very high level of of, of kedusha of holiness called loiven haelyoin the white of above. And then in sivav, we're going to uh, uh, bring together the the Ha haelyoin with the Yaakov alach this, this high, this lofty level from which the higher power is drawn, as we said before, in the way of Yisru Su that it comes from above, is in a nomen Lavan, is alluded to, is symbolized in the name Lavan. As Chazal explained to us on the Pasek in this week's Parsha, when, Lavan, when Yaakov asks the shepherds, by the well, when he just arrives to the outskirts of Charon, Do you know Lavon? So Chazal the Medrash says, he was saying, <laughs> Do you know the one who is ultimately going to whiten your sins, cleanse your sins like snow? In other words, the word Lavan represents uh, the level of the Eibishter, who's osid lelaben keshelag, who's going to uh, whiten your sins to, like snow, whiten as in to cleanse or forgive. The Asbari in Demis, the Alt Rebbe in Terer, explains what is the significance of this connection between Lavan and the fact that osid lelaben keshelag. He says like this: as the there is a Lavan. The love that we know, the one that's spoken about in Khumish the, the villain of the story. That's a love on the way the way it is uh, actualized in this world. But uh, but on a on a on a higher level, on a deeper level, there is a love on on the side of Kedusha of holiness. The which is the level of white, the 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 sublime white, oir baruchu, the light of the essence of Hashem. Is does Vil der Mare veGavan Lavan der Vicer Klier. Is for example, if you were to uh, uh, differentiate the color white, vel cheris anders von Allah under the which is different than any other color. The under the Gvanim veren uf durch der Metzias von Farb, was schaften pershtimten Gavan. Other colors are made up by a dye that that make up the color. It's like a facade. That, that, that takes something and gives it a color. But the color white is the actual essence of the thing. That is the, what the thing actually look, looks like at its core before you add any color to it. Which is not made up of any color. Similarly, when we talk about the light of, the, of, the, of Hashem, the essence of the light, the less bay is and cloud, it has no color. In other words, once it manifests itself in various different ways, it, 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 we can call it, it has different colors. The color is a manifestation of how it, it, it interacts with various different situations. But at its core, it's colorless. That's what we call Laivan Ha'Elia in the white of above, or the sublime white is referring to the essence of Hashem that is beyond color. So let's just explain now. Now we understand the connection between the idea of love on and whitening your sins like snow. As this Maimr Khazal, this madris was just mentioned at the beginning of CFA. Hay. While their libun. And, this, and here the Rebbe brings in a, a, a concept that the Rebbe speaks about many, many times, and this talks about it all the time, that there's that, that there's two different levels to look at with regards to a person fulfilling mitzvahs or not fulfilling mitzvahs. There is the, 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 the level of godliness that commanded us to do the mitzvahs and is therefore affected, so to speak, by the fulfillment of mitzvahs or lack thereof. On that level... If, uh, it's hard to expect the Eibishter to forgive us because something was there was a negative effect from our misdeeds. But then there's a higher level that is beyond the commandment of mitzvahs or beyond the will of the Eibishter to do mitzvahs. And therefore, fr- on that level, it's not negatively affected, so to speak, by the lack of, uh, by doing something wrong or by not doing something right. And therefore, on that level, it's, uh, if a person is able to reach that level through tshuva, uh, or 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 in in uh, or three m i as we'll say in a moment but a person can reach that high level there could be there could be forgiveness so that's what he says the ha haelyon is higher than the ratsan of mitzvahs, and therefore a person could receive forgiveness on that level even if they even if they had done something that they shouldn't have done or didn't do something that he should have done. Because the whitening, meaning the forgiveness for the sins, comes through drawing down the essence of Hashem. Which is higher than the process of creation. This essence that we're talking about is the level of the sublime white. Which is the, the, the source, the root... Of what ultimately uh, uh, evolves into the love and below. In other words, the love one, as we see it in this world, the love one that's in the parsha uh, that gives Yaakov so much trouble. Its its source. Its its root. In the in the world of holiness is loyven ha this essence of Hashem that is colorless and therefore is beyond the ratzon of Hashem higher than ratzon and therefore has the power to forgive for Avedis. The Rebbe adds one more Nakoda over here just to strengthen this point that when it comes when it comes to forgiveness. It's not always can we, we, can we rely on our own efforts. Sometimes we have to rely on the isarusa de or the Koyach elyon, something that comes from above to process the forgiveness. And, and in this case, the Lo'yvah <laughs> Elyin. Zogin. Tshuva yim That certain Averis, uh, certain um, severe sins, Tshuva uh, remains pending until Yim Kippur, and then Yim Kippur atones for the sin. As tshuva kinug, which means that chuva by itself doesn't suffice. Ki bechaper, and only the day of Yom Kippur could complete the atonement. Why? Because this white from above, from where the forgiveness for sins originates, because it is higher than the process of creation, it is higher than something that, the, that, that a creation, a human being, could actually reach so therefore the person can't draw it down this level through his own efforts through his own even through his chuva it doesn't reach that level but then, when after a person does tshuva, then when he comes to Yim Kippur, Yim Kippur has the power to draw down the loyvanah el in the level of a sirusah del something that comes from the higher power, and therefore, it can complete his atonement. So from this this Maimer Chazal, we see a support to this concept that there is, a, there is a limit to what a person can accomplish on their own efforts, and sometimes you need a higher power to complete... The, the, the efforts of the person did. And now in Sivav, we're going to go back to Yaakov you know and we're going to say the same thing. That Yaakov was mevarer, the Nitzutsis, that he could do on his own, that up until what he could reach on his own efforts, but he needed Lavan, which Lavan was the embodiment in this world, of Loivan Ha'elion, of this lofty level of the essence of Hashem, that gave him the power to complete his mission of, of refining the sparks, and then gave him the power to be able to be mevarer Esav, As he continued on his journey. So, based on all of this, let'll be explained that this level of Loivana and which which is embodied in the love of this world, but it originates at such a high level, and therefore it cannot be drawn down into this world solely through the person's efforts, only through the higher power, that the abish term sometimes makes it possible to draw down the level, level of loyven in the white of above, which is the essence of Hashem, now. You can understand as the refinement of the lower level of sparks. Which Yankiv accomplished for twenty years in Lavan's home. Since it came through Yaakov's efforts, which what came from below, from from within him, it did not was not able to trigger the or to accomplish or to the revelation of this holiness, the, the love on the loiven on the side of holiness. Which came down, which was lowered down and embodied in the love of this world. So in other words, there was love on here, but you didn't see anything holy about it. There was nothing because, because it, the, what Yaakov did, did not bring down the on of Kedusha. Together with its root, and source, the, the, the loyven of above, pursued, chased Yaakov, meaning to say that there was a higher power involved, to be able to give to Yaakov those higher sparks that remained in Loven's domain, by was given then, then this higher Levan, the Levan of above, was revealed to Yaakov All of a sudden, this Lavan that showed up was actually an embodiment of Levana alien and Yaakov was able to see that, and therefore he was able to, to, to receive the koyach the ability to elevate the final sparks. So this, so this is the explanation of what the Magid of Mizich was saying. That he left the letters behind. Left the letters behind means that there were certain Nitzitzes that Yaakov could not uh, elevate on his own efforts. And when there was an Esrusa de when there was an awakening from above, when there was a higher power which um, which which played itself out with Lavan running after Yaakov and bringing him these letters, these Nitzitzes, these sparks, then Yaakov was able to fulfill his task. And elevate those higher sparks as well. move under So now we can understand not just not just uh, what happens here, but but the uh, the the order of events. By nashik wakes up in the morning and he kissed his sons and his daughters which was what prefaced the fact that lovan went to his home to his to his place and Yaakov went on his way given by After Lavan chases Yaakov, which is the revelation of the Levan the, the 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 white of above. This this lofty level, this higher power of the essence of Hashem so then this lofty level was drawn down and revealed into this world in a manner of kissing which represents a closeness of spirit to spirit which means to say that it, 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 uh, it came down from above but not just that it hovered over above but it actually brought everyone together the yinash to Yedin from Ben Yisrael, it was past, This closeness was given to every yid. The yinashik levanav, and that's why his sons and his daughters, referring to all the yidden. But thus is which is the ultimate cleaving, the ultimate connection with godliness. Because love and ran after Yaakov, this was the revelation of Levana and Ha'elyin. This made it possible for every yid to have this deep, uh, uh, internal connection with the E-Bishter, with elikus. Now we understand the connection between the fact that Lavan woke up in the morning and kissed his children and the Yaakov Al-Khadarke. Because on his way, he encounters and has to uh, uh, engage with Esav. and he had to struggle with the with the angel of Sabirudim, which represents the Aveda of refining the is so the ability to, to to accomplish this came from the fact that Lavan, which which in this case was the revelation of Lavan the fact that it was drawn down into this world, gave Yaakov the Kayach to later do the Birurim with asof as well. So now we have an entirely new understanding of what happened over here, at least and runs after Yaakov. Is Damshach of Levin Eliyin, and therefore, once as a Leven of Levan Yaakov is able to be Mevarech in the Tzitzis that so usually he cannot be Mevarech. On his own on his own efforts. And therefore, when he goes Lid Darkoi, this refers to the Birurim that he does with asaph After Fayaskim Love and Babykir, after the Ham Shak of Levin and after the Bainasik of and Asaf, after there's a, a connection, his Dapkusha Berucha, a a cleaving of the spirit to the spirit, then Yaakov is able to elevate and refine the clipa of asaph Now let's go back. To the Yaakov Olach Ladarkai, as it applies to the transition between Chodesh Tishrei and the rest of the year. Now, let understand the to the in Tishrei to the Now we understand that Yaakov Olach Ladarkai of our parsha fits in so beautifully, not just in words, but also in its theme and its content to the to, to the journey of a Yid as he goes from Tishrei to the rest of the year. Nach the tag for Nesedros, when Avedus at at Shuv and yet needed Chodesh after the awakening, the inspiration of a Yid and the chuva that a Yid does during Chodesh Elul in the days and then in the days of Slichis, which is the week prior to Rosh Hashanah, we befratn the Aseres Mitzuvah and specifically in the ten days of Shuvah. Verse three of them is ermeoiteru mamshich melamayla das vas eres bkeach sumamshikzanduruchisus to latata, which through this the Yid. Uh, uh, draws down everything that he can do through his own efforts, which is what Yaakov did for twenty years in the house of Laban. After that, there is the revelation of Levanah Elian, as it comes from above. In Yemakipurim, is the conclusion of all of this. That, as we said before, Yim and uh, 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 of Every yid of every year is the revelation of which brings down the ultimate forgiveness and atonement for the sins. And the Rebbe adds in the brackets was for which is why the, the, the special garments that the Kyangodl Warium Kippur were white, was Mamish, which represents the revelation of godliness of with the ultimate simplicity. Like we said before, the, 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 the life and the colorlessness. And as the Alter Rebbe says in the Kodesh that on this day you will be atoned before Hashem. As it's very misoeder, pnimius itzoni is Lifnei <laughs> Hashem means the pnimius <laughs> are The, <laughs> the Alter <laughs> explains in the Meimir there at length that why is it vayemaz yichaper aleichem? Because it's lifnei Hashem. Because there's the revelation of the pnimius of Hashem. Therefore, there could be a forgiveness. But does fit ungruf on This level is also referred to over there in uh, the Alter brings it in the Meimir balavon like a cedar in Lebanon. But if you think that levonay is also the word lavon white the level of pnei Hashem, which is the level of pnimius the inner will of Hashem is also called keeres ba'levonin, like a cedar in Lebanon, because levonin means to whiten. Because it is on that level that the sins of Yidin are whitened, are cleansed. So, of the Yid is a that which a Yid can do on his own. Yim Kippur is the Amshak As-Layven hael that's the Yisaruz HaDe La'Ela, that accomplishes the forgiveness for the sins. Then the Pasuk says, This is drawn down in all of the images of above. As the images of above." Mamish. To the point that it has the power to transform the 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 deliberate sins into merits, it actually uh, transforms the nefesh abamis into something holy. Under is So immediately after yom kippur, after there was this lofty uh, uh, level of levin elyon drawn down into this world, immediately begins the aveda. Once you go to the high to the top. Now you have to bring this down into the rest of in, in, into the world, into the rest of the year. So therefore immediately begins as explained in Sifrei Chassidus. Sifrei Chassidus, it's explained... And the Rebbe brings this in other sikhs as well, that there's various different times for Viyaqib al Lederkei. The three main times are Mitsoy Yim Kippur, Mitzohi, mitzohi Simchas Teira, and Mitsoy Shabbos Bereshis. So here he says, immediately after yom Kippur, we're already ready for Viyaqib al Lederkei, because we have the hamshocha of Leven and therefore we have the power of the, to be able to go out into the world and be mevar any kind of birurim, because we have the, the level of Leven Elyin with us. The main aspect of Yaakov al begins at the end of Tishrei. Once you can take the Levan Elyon, the Levin Elyon is is still all the way up there. It has not yet been harnessed and drawn down into this world in a practical way. But then, when it comes to Sukkah, and you go inside the Sukkah, as we know Chasidus explains, that going into the Sukkah is the Pnimi in the Makif. Or actually, sorry, <laughs> the Makif in the Pnimi. You bring the Makif, your Mamsech, the Makif pnimius. So, Sukkah, you're taking the Leven Elyon, and you're bringing it down into the reality of your life. And then you have and Then, after that, you can have the uh, the main. Uh, 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 strength main power that's being given for that to be able to, to apply it to all of his mundane activities to and to elevate to refine the sparks and elevate them to holiness through doing the Aveda of both, that everything that your Aveda, all your actions, should be for the sake of Hashem, for the sake of Hashem, and in all of your ways, you should know Hashem, as explained in other parts of the Kutoshichis, what exactly is the difference between the two. In Article 35, the Rebbe actually explains, that Mitzoyim kipper the Aveda of Yaakov HaLechadarki, is to do the Aveda of Teiru mitzvah and that's why right away your esek and Mitzvis and sukkah and lulav and mesoyis Sim chasdeira and mesoyis shabbos bereishis the avodah of Yaakov Khadakai is to apply it even in inyanichoil even into mundane aspects of eating and drinking and and and, and livelihood etc etc. There is also a reference uh, somewhere here to laku t'siches chelik chav. It's actually the hesafis. Where there is the sickness of Tafshala Mitches, the Mugidikah sickness of the rabbi from Tafshala Mitches, and it's sorry, Shabbos, but it's just which is less than a week. After Shemini Yatserah Stav Shalom and Ches, the Rebbe spoke a Hasichah, Metzoi Shabbos, and he explains, V'yakav Aleich Ladarko, he explains it very beautifully in various different ways, and the Rebbe actually over there explains how there's three, there's V'yakav al Ladarko after Metzoi Yim Kippur, over there the Rebbe refers as, to V'yakav Aleich Ladarko as as focusing on the Achtos of Klal Yisrael. So after Yim Kippur Achas Pashanah, there's one level of Achtos. Then after the Mitzvah of of uh of Sukkis, where there's Sukkis is which represents Achdos, and the Lulav also, you're bringing all the Yidin Bagudah represents Achdos, so you don't yet need Yaakov al But when you finish the of Sukkis, is Par is, Echad, which represents the Yidin, which are one nation. Simchastayra, there's dancing. Dancing is something that everyone is equal. So again, there's a lot of Achdos, and then at the end of Simchastayra, you need Yaakov al to retain that Achdos. As everyone goes on their own way, and then Shabbos Bereishis, the Rebbe says that till the end of Shabbos Bereishis, you still feel the energy of Shminyat Seidas and therefore after Shabbos Bereishis, you need another Vayakev Alach Ladarkei. It's just very interesting. It's not so negia to the Sikha over here, but it's just interesting how there's different um, there's different levels in Vayakev Alach Ladarkei. David says, "The help in us, the Zion Vayakev should be all the birurim, and we should be able to do Shminyat Seidas and Teira in the Rebbe's tzamim."